Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, good. <laughs> All right, welcome back to Good Cop, Bad Cop's uh, review of CXW's Let's Have It from last weekend. Um, this is the only time you're going to hear my voice for the rest of the next hour and a half. You're just going to listen to Matt Willis wax lyrical about his commentating experience. How you doing, buddy? And then I'll let I'll let you talk for the rest of the show. I will. Bye, everyone. I wasn't, I wasn't planning on mentioning it to you, fair, but oh, I'll get out of here. There is no way that doesn't get a mention. <laughs> I've been told I have an ego, so I've been trying to keep it in check. <laughs> How did it take five years for you to people to realize for you to realize that? Well, when your mother turns around and says you've got an ego, you know you've got an issue. <laughs> what? What made your mother say that? Because it's true. Well, what did she hear specifically that made her say that? To be fair, I said all oh, she has an ego. She said, "Well, yeah." Well, well that oh, okay. So I was wondering if on the uh, the Mother's Day card you signed it from Love the Magnificent One or something like no, that. No, my Mother's Day card. I will. I will say for American Mother's Day in the UK is in March. So don't panic, Americans. But likewise, British, don't panic in May when it comes around again. Okay. <laughs> um, Mother's Day card, it says on the front cover, like, if in if at first you don't succeed, try again. Love your second born. Uh, that's very funny. I thought so. I thought so. And inside I wrote, Thank you for everything you do and have done it throughout my life. And thank you in advance for walking me down the aisle in just over two weeks' time. Uh-huh. Very nice. As of recording, we are 12 days away. Uh-huh. Won't lie, getting a little scared. 12 days before my wedding, I hadn't even proposed. Yeah, I'm just going to say, we've had, we've had this discussion in a car driving back <laughs> from New Jersey... That if Mason ever comes to you and says, I'm getting I'm marrying someone in in, <laughs> in, a, in a period of time, you're gonna say, No, you're not. You have got no, no moral standing ground. Um apparently I didn't have such terrible judgment though, coming up on our At- 17th wedding anniversary At- in uh, less than two months. Did I didn't say I didn't say you didn't have didn't say you had bad judgment, quite the opposite, in fact. I'm just saying that you really can't talk, is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was more a case of the opposite. I think I told you this part of the story as well. Uh, my mom basically threatened to kill me if I didn't marry Mel. <laughs> it was like, if you let that one get away, you're in big trouble, Miss. I do, I I do believe my mother would have said the same about Chris as well. Uh-huh. My, I think my mum may love Chris more than I do. <laughs> um, I did tell my mom, I was like, um, I'm not totally stupid. Like, I had realised, and yes, there's no chance that's going to happen, but... Yes, I thought that was, uh, it was nice that my mom uh, responded in that way and um, that she mm-hmm. felt the same way about Mel that I did, but that was, uh, yeah. Just last night, Graham, actually, talking about your good lady, I actually shared a picture with Chris. I was looking through my pictures and um, the pic- uh, a picture came up which you took, which you'd sent to me, it's in, my, it's in my library. It was of me walking down Clacton Seafront with Mason on my left, Jackson holding my hand, and your good lady to my right. Wow. And that is one of my favourite memories of all time. Is half of that picture the one that's used on the Christmas cracker? 
No. Or is that a different picture? Different angle, that one, that one is. Oh, okay. The one from yeah, I'm familiar with that one more, obviously, because we yeah, see it 25 it's, times a year. It's a picture that looks like I'm lecturing Mason as we're walking along sort of thing, telling him why is Mason 17 is better than 22. Uh-huh. And um, Chris, Chris um, said, that's a really cute picture. I'm like, yeah. you know, not sure Jackson's... I'm not sure if Jackson's quite so adorable now he's nine, not four. But he um, has a great sense of humor. I will tell you that. I know. I was, I was listening to the recent episode of JGB when he was recovering from his illness, uh-huh. uh, and uh, he was very adamant about uh, about um, about something, and you refused. He to- was very adamant that in part of his drill, he was throwing to first base, and he was not throwing to first base. He was definitely throwing to second base because they were in the field. While that may be true, I I'm more inclined to believe the person who's doing the frying rather than the person who, hmm, let's say because sometimes I forget to fill in the devil's advocates for for up his own show. Uh, okay, but I'll tell you, you're definitely wrong. Um, I, I thought you were going to pick the moment where I mentioned a story of a former Orioles player, um, who had a very derogatory nickname because he was so bad at fielding, and we were reviewing the Coppin State game, and we mentioned that they'd had six errors. And he said that the uh, the CSU, the Coppin State University, he said that the S stood for, I can't remember the player's nickname, but it was basically that same one. I was like, that's a little, I was like, he's right. <laughs> that particular game, he was right, but I didn't see that one coming. But yeah, yeah he's funny. Jackson, sense of humor. He could be a comedian one day. He really has got that sense of humor. And, uh-huh. you know, that's it can only be a good thing. Guys, if you aren't already, do check out JGB when it drops on visual media because Jackson... it's more popular than Good Cop, Bad Cop, apparently, according to SoundCloud, anyway. Uh, ah, but SoundCloud is not always reliable. I know it's not all. I know it's not all. BGM but... is in so many places. Of course. Of course. So but we, we obviously, we, we do get a lot of traffic. I believe the last time Chad said that the, the network um, gets around 100,000 hits a week. Oh boy! Wow! In in everywhere, in everywhere, everywhere. Oh my gosh! Yeah. When you do you know every- the um, quiz that we had with Devoid Entertainment, where we faced um, the Brainbuster Boys, and we won. We won. Um, yes. That's right. Now. That's right. That's right. That's right. We won, Dwayne. We won twice. Twice. One of the final rounds was, and I thankfully I didn't have to take part in this. It was just you and Brett. You went back and forth with like previous and uh, XT winners. You had to go backwards, backwards, backwards until you got to the first one. We could almost play that game with um, the different platforms that um vgm appears on as well like there's so many like they use like i remember when i used to listen to the old view from the top row like that would be one of the first things they'd mention you can now listen to us on of course they were adding things at that point as well and there was always at the end is like iHeartRadio and not one we naturally think of but yeah you're right there's a lot of places you can listen the place the, the problem is is that because there is more and more now there's always gonna be one popping up every week that you don't know about sometimes I mean, I mean, most of them don't use the Apple um, RSS feed, to be fair, anyway. But it's all good. I uh, listened to one podcast this week, yeah, uh, which I've saved from a long, long time ago. And they're asking the crowd if they listened on Zoom. I was like, oh my god, that's a long way back. Zoom's still going, yeah. First of all, I thought it was Zoom, and then I was like, no, 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 that's not. I'm like, oh my god. So yeah, there's uh, some that have passed by the wayside as well. I think Zoom was a player, if I remember correct, rather Correct, than a yeah. Platform. But it, it, it became an app as well, so. Yeah, yeah. 
hey let's get to as much as fun it is to chat and um oh unless you got something specific you want to say about your week i don't really have anything i was just i just want to um, talk wrestling to be honest well tomorrow's my stag oh okay um been told to meet at a train station at five to twelve five past twelve i've been not been told what's happening i don't want to know what's happening but if i end up on something i piss up or a pub crawl or a nightclub james is gonna get his knackers taken from him James, I apologize. I never got back to you. I didn't think of any good pranks anyway, but I, I apologize for not getting back to you. I was asked if there was any good pranks, <laughs> but I didn't respond. I, I said, give me some time to think about it. If and you're being totally honest about, about this, you may have just landed him in the shit, Graham. <laughs> I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. My prank was um, probably about 18 months ago. With your appearance on view for the top rope. I don't think anything can beat that anyway right now, so I'm quite happy to leave it at that. Graham, Graham, that's, that's over two years ago now. No, that's over two... Is it really? I See, I didn't think it was the last Christmas cracker. I thought it was a Christmas cracker before. If it, Well, in any case, how about we move on to good cop moments before you then, my brother, in further travel? Uh, let's do it. Well, I'm going to be curious to know what yours are, because I mentioned on Twitter today that I had... Oh. Oh, my bad. <laughs> That's staying in. Graham's had his camera for the last 15 minutes. Well, I was kind of distracted when I came in, because I heard music blasting. I thought it was one of my uh, windows that had just opened, and you're denying it, and then... <laughs> I figured out, oh, it is you. It's just you just goofing around. Um, I'm going to be interested to find out what your moment is, because I mentioned on Twitter today that I um, had everything written down in my notes, every segment filling, including the devil's advocate. Didn't forget this week. And then suddenly realized my main good cop moment that I thought of seven days ago, I totally forgot to include. So I had to do a hasty rewrite. But, rewrite. but anyway, Matt, what about your main good cop moment of the week? Well, it is obvious, actually, Graham. I, I, of I'm course, gonna, it is. I am going to talk about it, but I also, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to spend forever talking about it because I want people to go watch what's happened when it comes out on YouTube. Okay, so I'm not going to talk about the matches per se. I'm going to talk about the experience. Spoiler alert. Okay, the experiences that I got because obviously you we both been, we both, we've both been to uh indie show before obviously right we've been, and being an indie I show have been to, i've been to one or two exactly um but you've have you ever been there before doors open we used to peek through the doors and, and watch what was going on josh mm. fuller used to interact with a 10 year old uh, uh kid and uh mock him and uh, annoy him and uh, so um yes we've kind of seen what goes on we've, we've obviously seen we it used to be kind of that's the part that we used to like watching people practice their moves before so yeah we have seen some stuff like that and we've been to somewhere there's meet and greets specific meet and greets where you can go in before anyone else goes in and you get to see a little behind the scenes as well mm. so yes i have seen a few of those yeah it's it, it, it's sort of surreal is for people who haven't done it because obviously i was i got they got there with joey naylor i got there about quarter five uh doors went to half six um and i was able to just i walked down to ringside um did a couple of laps of the ring just just soaking it all in in the middle of for the day right there it helped a little bit yeah in the middle of a ring um Walking through their match, you had Rebellion and the Demon Death Squad, um, two of the best tag teams I've had previously on the UK any scene. 
And then I went and sat in the commentary position and just sat there. And I was like, I'm a complete fraud. <laughs> no, you're not. I, no, I didn't. I, I said that. I'm like, I am sitting here watching amazing athletes talk themselves, talking through the matches sort of thing. I mean, I saw Jackson Arrow and Johnny Storm talk through their match sort of thing. And even though they talked their way through it sort of thing, and I and I I I walked over and I was and I was looked like leant on the ring and and was listening because anything that I can hear that I can put over on the commentary is obviously golden, obviously. And they're talking through the steps sort of thing. And it just doesn't it didn't feel real. And then it became even more surreal. Because when because um, you had Paris, who was one of a man possessed, running around all over the place, he went on. He he uh, went on his mic. He grabbed the mic and said, "Like guys, doors, ninety seconds." Oof. At that point, I had to go for the curtain into the, and that was surreal. That was surreal. I was in the backstage area, and I was with the talent. I, on a couple of occasions, shared the bathroom with uh, Jackson Arrow, um, RKJ, Damien from Demon Death Squad. It was a, it was surreal. Um, Luna gave me several hugs. Um, she's an amazing lady, obviously. Um, I got to meet um, Nix and Araya um, 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 Jade, who was drafted in last moment. They are both destined for greatness in this business. I tell you, they have so, so much potential. Um, the fact that they managed to put together that match for the women's title with 24 hours notice. Mm. And they'd never worked together before. Oh, uh, wow. No, both of you had never, ever worked together in any capacity. They put on a match, which you guys can check out soon. They're not dropped it yet, but I imagine next few days. And then a photographer took a picture. Took was taking like the the promo pics to be launched. Took on me, you know, didn't they? And that that was surreal. I'm like, what the fuck is this? So, how many hours were you in makeup before doing that? Then, did they no. apply the lot brush to you and stuff like no. that? No. Oh, natural, always. And so, and in fact, so were all the rest of Graham. Oh, okay, all right. So were all the rest. No blusher. Wow, I thought there'd been a little bit of something added. No, as in Graham. Certain people who were who were holding championships by night's end, uh, they were posing having not showered, and nothing. They were still covered in sweat the whole the whole nine yards. Oh, see, I think that makes more sense for wrestlers because you, yeah. you kind of want to show that they've been through a battle, and uh, there's nothing that shows that more than sweating and kind of just looking tired. No, you can't hide that very well. Like you, it's it's just one of those things. That you're going to be slightly disheveled. Everything's not going to be quite. Your hair's not going to be perfect. And uh, no, I think that makes sense for wrestlers to have that. I think sometimes those staged pictures. I understand why they do them, um, but at the same time, I think something that's more in action is probably better. And then came the moment when. People started filing in something. We're all just peeking through, peeking through the door to see how the crowd is. Oh, that crowd was filling up fast. But the problem was, most people were queuing up for sausage and beer. So, it's <laughs> <laughs> not a problem. But in fair, as part as part of the promo, isn't it? And that's that. And yeah. it, and it, but it worked. It worked. Four hundred and eleven through the door. Biggest show I've ever done. 
so much so that they extended the front row for the next show. Front row being extended by another eight seats. Surely you could go one more and go for four twenty. Sure, you could think of a theme for that. I, I dare say, I dare say, I dare say. <laughs> but um, I think the matches themselves. I'm I'm going to let um YouTube to um tell the story of for the reasons. So I'm not going to spoil for people, but um, this may be the best card in general um that I've seen in person from an indie show. And that includes the indie show we saw in America, Graham. I'm not, no disrespect Oof. to those stations. But this, the card was well stacked and it was well paced and it was well done. Everyone put on a great show. Um, it's not a secret about who was the opener of the night. That was Rudy Root and RD Singh. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what I found after at the interval, because obviously after the interval, um, I went back through the curtain and I had everyone asking me what I thought of their match. And I was like, I'm an idiot sitting, sitting on commentary. What are you asking me for? They wanted the fans' point of view. Of course. And I'm like, but, but it didn't hit, it didn't sink in for the, to, 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 to the first three or four times. It was, it was, it was, it was amazing is what it, is what it was. Um, that's what they want. They want the natural reaction. Obviously, this is you're doing it for. You're not doing that. Most people are not doing this for the money. They're doing it for the fans. They like doing it, but they want to know if their fans are entertained. So I've talked to numerous wrestlers, and afterwards, like, because I've I've mentioned afterwards, hey, thank you for being like really cool with Mason or cool with Jackson or whatever, blah 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 blah. We're gonna try and see you next at whatever it is, and that's often a question I'll ask, like, what did you think of the match? And then when you tell them the match, they were like, thank, thank you, that means a lot. When you, but they want that reaction of the fan. That they want to know how did it come across. They obviously know in their head how they want to tell the story, but sometimes the perception is not necessarily the same thing. Thankfully, I've never been put in an uncomfortable position where I was thinking, oh my God, that was crap. Uh, it's always been a position where it's been like, oh my gosh, this was amazing. Um, and yeah. um, I've always been able to tell it that way. But yeah, no, I think they, they want, like you say, they want to know what the fan is. I mean, what the fan's thinking. I mean, an example of that is Damien from Demon Death Squad. I've mentioned a couple of times that that's because I interact with him a lot on the night. Um, he actually, he, he was not happy with the match. He wasn't happy with the match at all. Okay. Um, but I was like, I loved it. The fans were popping hard for it, as you'll see when it, when it goes up. Um, the fans were, were eating up with a fork and a spoon. Um, okay. I've used that saying a lot, but to be fair, it, it's absolutely accurate. No one was more over that night than Damien and Xander from the Demon Death Squad. Possibly except for the tricks, but obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I've had that, what you've just said, though. I've had plenty of people who have said they were disappointed in their performance, they didn't think their match was very good, and I would correct, and I was like, no. I was like, I did not see that at all. I thought it was totally over with the fans, blah, 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 blah. And I'm sure as a wrestler, when you're making yourself vulnerable like that, when you're putting yourself in the middle of the ring and you're surrounded by hundreds of people, I'm sure you're going to be hypercritical of yourself. And particularly when you know sort of what the highs are that you can reach. So I'm sure... Half of your matches have got to be below average, right? Yeah, I know you're doing. I know you've got to retake your math, but I know you understand the concept of averages. Like half of your matches that. are going to be below average. They can still be good matches, but they might not be as good as your average match. So I think sometimes wrestlers can be a little critical of themselves because they're obviously as you're working your way up, you always want to improve. And if well, you know it's not as good as your last match, you're probably going to be more critical of yourself. It's the same with us at podcasting, Graham. Two hundred three episodes, Graham. Law of averages says that one hundred and fifteen of them. Are better than 100. I don't have 115. Law of averages says that. I thought you said 150 to begin with. I was going to say, I can see why you failed. Graham, I did not fail the mental maths. Okay. I failed the calculator part. 
While we're talking about half of 150, though, which is 300, congratulations, bonus good cop moment. Um, BFR pod, I did see, had their 300th episode today. Amazing achievement, guys. Um, JCB is actually going to be on the show next week. I can officially announce it. He is going to be available. Bill, what's going on? Talk to us. Like we need, we need you on the show as well at some point. But hey, we, we got JC coming back. Bill can't be on the show, Graham, because I've got I I do, because I did a I do Bill's intro, don't I? That's all good. <sighs> I know, I know. But he's well. We'll talk about it in fan cop moments. But it sounds like he's got time to go and watch wrestling shows. But he, he, come on, you can spare ninety minutes for mm. us at some point. The um... perhaps episode five hundred. Maybe we'll save it for a special one. Maybe, maybe. Um, one th- one thing I've I've got. Just two more things to talk about, and then I'll move move on from my thing. Okay, um, getting announced to the ring um, by Paris, he announced the referees, and then he announced Jake Pugh, the the, um, the ring announcer, and also covered for half match with my co commentator for the night. Actually, he, he was, we got a bit, we got their chemistry going. It was good, and then he said Matt, and then our and our new permanent commentator. Magnificent Matt, and I was like, I walked out, and I was, and I just took my hat off and waited to the crowd briefly. I didn't like egg up too much, and then just took us at the commentary table. It was, it was a moment that I think I could sit at that table a million times, Graham. Now that felt amazing. I had to phone Chris beforehand because I thought, like, I literally, I was literally just having imposter syndrome hit me. I was like. I don't deserve to be here. I sh- I don't deserve to be here at all. And Chris basically told me, "Shut up." They wanted you, and they've okay. asked you. And they actually on the way out the door said, "Like you coming back?" I'm like, "You if you'll have me, if you'll have me, dude, I'll I'll, I'll do it for free. I don't care. I'll I'll come and do this for free." And I do. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't have to buy a ticket anymore. It's my it's the easy thing to do. Um, mm-hmm. and the raffle, Graham. That's the last I want to talk about. The raffle, five prizes, the fifth. Fifth prize was two VCR British wrestling tapes. Which video uh, tapes? Video tapes for VCR. Oh, Collectors items. When the kid came up, um Paris actually said, like, ask your ask your parents what VCR is. Exactly. <laughs> it was brilliant. Uh, fourth prize was I believe was a box uh, wrestling action figure. Um okay. I believe third prize Poverty was dream. I don't know. I d- doubt it. <laughs> Uh, third prize was a box action figure and two tickets to the next show. Okay. Second prize was two front row tickets to the next show, which yeah. is a big deal, obviously. And first prize was, as, as we know, was two front row tickets yeah. to the next show and commentary with me for a match, which is something we don't, we haven't, we, we mentioned it before. It's not something I've seen indie shows do before. Mm-hmm. And um, so did a little kid win it? It was someone in the back row for this show for a start. So oh, that was, that's I was sweet. Like, I was like so pleased for him. The nine-year-old kid came up. I was so I was so pleased for him. I was like, I was like, awesome. I was, and the thing, is, the thing is, I was also given the ring bell to ring that night. I had to ring the bell as well when I did the contract. Well. So oh. when when because this that wasn't recorded, obviously the um yeah. the bit for the raffle was that during the intermission they did the no, bell just, raffle? Just before the main event. Oh, okay. Yeah, so when when they said the first first prize is who it is, and I just went ding 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 ding, like winner sort of deal, and I was really really psyched about. I was really psyched for them, and I looked. I mean, as you said, nothing better than than a big kid to do commentary with a little kid. 
So that, that that's awesome. It, yeah, it, that. It, I hope amazing. that kid's name turns out to be Jackson as well. Would be a nice. Do you know what? Do you know what? If that happens, that'd be amazing. <laughs> Absolutely sensational. But no, it's um CXW from strength to strength to strength. Um, and long may it continue. As far as I'm concerned. I'm hoping uh this is this is bad cop speaking right now. I'm hoping Paris books that match where you where the kid gets to the commentator and um it's a squash match and it's over in 15 seconds. <laughs> I don't know the card yet. I we, we <laughs> do, there have there have been a couple of people already announced though. I, I saw. I saw if there's another ten which, ticket stalls today, there'll be another announcement as well. One of which um I'm gonna tack in here because I don't want to cross through it so quickly in speed check. Nina Samuels. For for, for people who aren't aware of her work, she's got 25,500 followers on Twitter. Okay. She's a big deal in BritRest. Yeah. And and Luna's obviously been announced as well. So um, those two facing off would be amazing. Um, I also know of another woman who's been signed for um, for my smash it, but I am forbidden from mentioning who it is. Oh, oh, you little tease! Um, I was going to ask you. I know you said you had ten more sales, ten more ticket sales, and, and then get to Okay. Now, one of the questions I was going to ask was, were you introduced? Because you mentioned you went back through the curtain. So I assumed that that meant that you were being officially introduced. So that was one of the questions that you answered. And the fact that you were talking about stories in the bathroom, that was like an MGB section. That was like Mason's highlight. Like he used to love that. He's like, I was in the bathroom and then this wrestler was there. And I don't know. I don't know what it is. We said that was one of our favorite segments of MGB, like uh, brief encounters in the bathroom. It sounds kind of seedy, but it wasn't at all. No, it was to get you. I mean, I mean, Damien was putting his makeup on, and he was explaining to me how to how to set the um, commentary stuff to record because it was his gear that we were using. Oh, okay. It was, great. it was it was so generous about that side of things. But he told Paris how to use it. Sorry, Paris, I'm le- I'm, I'm letting you out of the bag here. Paris forgot how to use it, so just as well that Damien had told me. Woo. And Damien joined me as my co-commentator for the main event. Uh-huh. Obviously, this is obviously me like peeking around the curtain a bit. Obviously, he wasn't in character with Damien when he was alongside me. But um, yeah, you guys, please do go do go check it out. Particularly for tag team title match between Team SOS and the UKP, because um I'm on camera for quite a bit of it. Oh, cool. Cool. All I'll say is, Sam Buddy Wakefield, next time in my commentary booth. You're getting a chair in your over your freaking head. Now, one other thing I didn't notice, um, I, I for some reason I don't always carry my phone around with me, and sometimes I just leave it charging, and like nobody's no, nothing important's ever happening to me anyway. I don't need my phone around with me. And then I saw too late, you were like, "Oh, wish me luck," and I was like, "Ah, oh, crap! This is like an hour ago." So I don't know if it, this even got to you before you met. But I put, um, "Sorry, my phone was off. You don't need luck. You did it ninety-five percent unprepared, amazingly. So this will be a breeze." So yeah, I would say everyone else knows. Chris knew. I knew. Yeah, like stop it. Like you got this. You got this. Most important thing, Paris knew. Oh, Paris knew. Yeah, of course, of course. He wouldn't have invited him back to do a second match if he had any doubts at all. No. So that that was, I'm gonna say, that was instantly the the recognition that you need. I am curious if there's any updates on the Southampton gig. Um, I can actually and talk about that. Um, I'm afraid I've had to decline it. Ah. Um, mainly because 
um, the costs involved in getting there. Sure, it's uh, a long I've, way. I've wished them all the best of luck with the event, mm -hmm. and I have offered my services regarding recording commentary remotely, much like NAJ yeah. does. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, it's it would cost me just overnight over two hundred fifty quid. Yeah, uh, that's, yeah, that's too much. Yeah, so it it would be, and then you've got to factor in the train as well. Um, Shame and, that I know it's a little far for you. If it was somewhere a little closer, like I know in the UK right now, it's like two two pound bus rides, uh, like wherever you want to go. What? Like, if it's a isn't that true? I thought that I thought that was true. Uh, yeah, yeah. So between big cities, yeah, but Southampton is not class as a big city, not like Manchester, Birmingham. I would disagree, but if it was somewhere that was a little closer, you could. Like just do, I know you still got hotel fees and things like that. But if it was one of those where it was, Southampton's a long way from where you are. But if it was like I don't know, I'm trying to think somewhere close at Cambridge, for example, or if it was Norwich or something, that might be somewhere that's a little bit more attainable. You have to drag me. You have to drag me kicking and screaming to Norwich, Graham. Um, but, um, but um, you um, I was invited. I'll get him later, Pom. I'll get I, him. I was invited, however, to um. Uh, OPW's event at the end of April. Uh, again, I've had to turn. I mean, again, like that, I that's even worse. That ferry is ridiculously expensive. Yeah, well, that's the Isle of Wight is an amazing place. I'd like to visit one day, but it's too soon after the wedding, unfortunately. Uh -huh. uh, uh, you do realize the difference between the Isle of Wight and uh, Southampton is like sixty miles. So yes. If, um, you, yeah. if you said Southampton, I can't get to because it's too far. But um, Isle of Wight, it's, it's, I all, do that. it's all financials involved, unfortunately. Uh, but the fact that people want me these places um, does, does fill me with joy. And I can officially announce as well. Um, Rudy Root, the retro dude, has said any Friday, Graham. And I have spoken with Jackson Arrow. And after he called me a dweeb and an idiot, um, he, um, he, He's not he, wrong. <laughs> he said, um, Friday's a no-go for him, but ah. if we could do a Monday night sometime. Yeah, sure. Let's do it. We could uh we could we could make things happen. So uh oh. coming soon to Good Cop Bad Cop Wrestling Podcast for Rudy Root, the retro dude, and the former CXW world champion, Jackson Arrow. <gasps> Spoiler alert. No, it's not it last April. I still haven't even <laughs> I still haven't even watched that final film. The one when I said this is embarrassing, it's like three weeks. And I still haven't that watched was the, the that final. was that was the tag that team tournament. Ago. Ago. I, still haven't, watched it. I still haven't watched. You've it. watched the match between him and RKJ, Graham. When he lost, I did match. watch the one with RKJ. I know, I know. I'm messing. I'm messing. I, I knew right. that. Graham, I'm going to stop talking. And let you talk. The, the the intro that I did seems kind of prophetic, though. At this point, right? That that was about thirty minutes. It was 30 minutes. That was all we got through. Oh, actually, sorry. We did the intro as well. We 15 minute intro, guys. That's only 20 minutes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, I want to talk. This the reason I had to change my moments is the problem is while I'm watching wrestling, I think I've mentioned this to you before, Matt. I tend to watch most of my wrestling now at the weekend. Like I'll tend to watch it like as soon as we've recorded. Like on a Friday, I'll watch it. Or if I've got time, I'm up early, I'll watch some Saturday morning. And then by the time we get around to it the following week, I've kind of forgotten about what happened. And um, I definitely shouldn't have forgotten this one. And I was actually worried this if you might steal this or if it might even been in your speed check. Um, I want to talk about GCW again. Yes. And um 
specifically, I want to talk about a couple of shows they did last weekend, starting with the one that was on Friday, which was um, Eye for an Eye. Now, the thing that caught my eye about this one was, hey. are you aware who was in the main event for this one, Matt? Um, I believe Masha Slanovich. Masha Slamovich was facing Nick fucking Gage. I was like, oh, yes, please. I want to watch that. Now, you know that my attention span is pretty bad. And G- GCW shows are typically over three hours. And um, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, which matches do I actually skip? Like, there were so many different ones that I wanted to actually see. So um, I started watching around uh, the four-way tag team match. Uh, there was Ali Catch and Effie. Uh, defeated the main event. Um, one called Manders and Mance Warner were teaming up. I was like, okay, that's good. And uh, Dylan McKay and Marcus Mathers. Which... The GCW events, whenever I just look at the card coming up, I'm like, this is better than anything I ever see. Like when SmackDown announces coming up next week, most of the time I'm normally like, eh. It, like it's nothing I've not seen before. Nothing really gets my attention. When I look at GCW shows, it really genuinely like, oh my god! Like I have to see this match. I have to see these teams facing off against each other. Uh, Gringo Loco defeated Bandino as well. I was like, that's another one I w- I want to see. I want to see the high flyers. They put in good combinations of matches. Uh, Joey Janela was in there as well, and um, the match before the main event. Oh my god, this was phenomenal. Um, we had Alex Shelley and Kushida tagging against uh, Jordan Oliver and Speedball Bailey. I was like, that's, like, straight away. Like, I don't think I've seen Jordan Oliver and my and Speedball Bailey tagging together, but the fact you got Kushida and Alex Shelley there as well, I was like, that's a different people with who they normally tag with. Um, it won't surprise you they've got over 20 minutes out of that match. You put four people like that in the ring with that level of experience, you You're know fun. that they're going to put on a good show. And then the final match, uh, Masha versus Nick Gage. I think I can do my spoilers. Dan Griffin, if you are listening, I know you watch GCW, turn off or skip five minutes or so. Masha won. Masha won. Her parents were in the crowd. Parents came into the ring. They lifted her arm up. And um, I, I couldn't have been happier. Um, Nick, Nick Gage was very gracious, as he often is. On the microphone, he said how amazing she actually is. Totally put her over and delighted about it. And that was pretty much going to be my main good cop moment, Matt. Until I saw, and I don't know how I missed this, I should have realized GCW has multiple shows. So as much as I enjoyed the Masha Slamovich match, um, the rating was 6.7 out of 10. The match I mentioned before with Kushida, that was 7.74. So that was the higher rated match. And partly because of people like Speedball Bailey, Two days later, GCW's worst behavior in Toronto, Masha Slamovich defended her title for the first time against Speedball Bailey. Um, the reaction from the crowd was insane. Um, it was in Toronto, which I believe is where Speedball Bailey is from. But the the rival chants of Masha and Speedball, you don't get that type of atmosphere in the WWE crowds, except for perhaps if Roman Reigns comes out. But the reaction from the crowd was absolutely phenomenal. I love that personal feel to it, with it being a much smaller venue as well. And um, yeah, they basically um, took the ring apart. They did things we've seen before. Sure, they took like the ring post out, but they took everything off. They were taking the boards off, and the final submission was basically Speedball Bailey fell through the ring. Masha lifted him up and applied like a chokehold to him, which which he had to. T- it looked phenomenal. Um, the rating for that match, I believe, I'm sure I wrote it down. Eight out of ten, Matt. Now, I don't know if you follow cage match ratings. I'm ignoring you for a second. I'm not sure if you're following cage match ratings, but they're generally kind of harsh. People don't really give that higher ratings for those types of things. So for the fans to give that sort of rating tells you that, hey, this was actually legit. 
Um, bad cop moment on me. I realized Mashu was on the uh, PWI list, 110. I always think of Speedball Bailey as somebody who's underrated. He was rated 30 on last year's PWI list, so I guess he flew under my radar a little bit, and I guess I just wasn't aware with him, aware of him with him uh, not being allowed to wrestle in the uh, the US for five years. But I have a feeling that both of those two could be climbing that list even further soon. Yeah, um, I was only questioning because you said the main event was Nick Gage versus Masha. Oh, in, in the first show it was. In I, I versus I, I for I it was. Yeah. Oh, so for... Uh, this was baby. the first defense of the title. Okay, right. So I, I, I apologize then. Sorry. I apologize. Yeah, you were tuning out. I put. Oh, oh, and you don't. And you I don't. listened to you talk for 30 minutes and I had relevant questions based on what she said. I know, I got well, it. I told you I, this I, is on that Willis show. Your mom's absolutely right. I had a friend ask me last night about Speedball Mike Bailey. I was like, uh-huh. we, we often Phenomenal. talk about him on the show. We yeah. often talk about him on the show. And I was like, he's very, very, very. Um, hand wrestler and had his issues clearly in the past. That's why he wasn't an adversary in the US, obviously. But um, seems to be treading the uh, treading the uh, the, the line now. So uh, more more of the same, please. Question is, does someone does someone snap uh, masher up? We'll have to see. We'll have to see. But well, right now, I, say, I actually think... Impact has, haven't they? Uh, oh, they, yeah, sorry. Oh, I thought you said... I thought you meant... I thought you said snap her up. I was, I was, I was oh, like, beat her up. I, I was misinterpreting what you were saying. Right. I'm trying to click on my stupid Zoom window because it's not opening. I got the... I got a tiny version of you and can't see you properly. There we go. That's better. Sorry, I got technological woes, so I can't listen to you properly. Um, no, no. They, they Yeah, Impact. They've already signed her up for Impact. Uh, but no, I think GCW is my favorite organization. This five plus thing, my gosh, it's a good deal. <laughs> 5.99 a month. I think it's gone up now, but I'm locked in for a year. Um, if I can see those GCW shows, I'm I'm gonna say it's tough to skip matches because they're like, I want to see these. Like every time you look on the card, it's like, I want to see this, I want to see this, I want to see this. I can't oh, believe- speed check. I guess I should uh I guess I should uh, get my uh, stopwatch to make sure that we uh, keep you down to 90 seconds, having gone 90 minutes in that first segment. All right. You can start whenever you like. I'll subtract the irrelevant time. Okay. Okay. Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin is done in the ring, and I'm delighted to hear that. He had the perfect end off last year. He he had no desire to get back in the ring ever again. Uh, He's having experiences, but... um, Again, we'll believe when we see it, sort of thing, but um, I think that it's good news that he doesn't want to do that anymore. Bobby Lashley with the Bray Wyatt is not being pushed at the moment. It's looking like uh, Bray, he's dealing with an illness at the moment, and we wish him well. And I'm aware that sounds like a bad cop, but the good cop side of it is because um, Bobby will be on the card. Could the backup plan for Bobby Lashley right now is LA Knights? Oh, okay. And I'd like to see that. Bobby actually, night. yes, please. I'm fine with that. Um, the last thing I want to talk about is what Alexa Bliss has been doing. But why she why she's not been on TV recently. Um she um yes, yeah, she was recently unmasked on the Mars Singer, uh, but that was really filmed months ago. Um no, it's um she's been having treatment for skin cancer. Oh, I did not know. This is um, your good cop moment? Shit. The good cop moment is that she's beaten it. Ah, okay. Oof. She's beaten it. Her own words, um, 
Uh, apparently, it was from too many thumb beds when she was younger. Mm. And it was thanks to a fan pointing out to her on Twitter that she got treatment for it. Wow. So wow. that fan, thank you very much, that fan. There was a similar story, and I'm I'm not gonna I'm gonna butcher the story, but I'm hoping some people will recognize it. It was something like on a Monday night football or something, and there was some sort of coach, and the camera kind of zoomed in on the coach, and they saw something that they recognized on their neck. They're like, Hey, you might want to go get that checked out. And then they got it checked out, and yeah, same sort of thing. But they detected it early enough that it was treatable. Yeah. And that person was just fine. But they said if that person hadn't have been eagle eyed, they would have been none the wiser. So, um, yeah, there's been, there's, been, there's been similar stories about people who've seen people on TikTok and things like this, like that. Um, normal sort of people on TikTok have just said it, normal people, people, and I'm like, there are just good people out there looking out for people sometimes. And Alexa, fantastic, you've been you, you, you've, you've beaten this, and we look forward to being back in the ring, girl. We missed you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I got three quick things. Um, I did see, I talked about Shazza McKenzie, obviously, as one of my uh, good cop moments fairly recently. Um, I did see a Twitter post Thursday evening um, with the, the headline, Shazza moves to America. Uh, apparently she's based in St. Louis and she has dates available. So it sounds like there was the happy ending to that story because obviously a year before when it was recorded, that sounded like that might not happen. Uh, Limitless Wrestling returns for hashtag identity crisis on Saturday, April 22nd. Uh, that's up in Maine. Appearing on the card scotty too hotty um i've watched those multiple times on iwtv but i'd like to see scotty too hotty in the ring again i knew he was doing some indie stuff but i i've not seen it in a long time and um i saw ccw announced some uh people who were going to be coming uh wrestling for them uh, making their debuts one person who mentioned that they're back on the east coast for the first time in about five years and i did the math i was like that sounds about right Laney Look is going to be appearing on the May 20th show. Jackson, if you have a baseball game on that day, I might just be ditching you. <laughs> I want to go see Laney Look. It's been far too long. Killing it in Chicago. But yeah, CCW, I'm telling you, Matt, it, that, that wrestling show is phenomenal. They're always bringing in people who I... Uh, uh, I want to see. Um, I think I saw Kylan King was on the poster for the next one as well, who's just been obviously signed by Impact. The reason I got the name wrong last week was I couldn't remember it. And I looked on my page and when you read it out, I read it as Coven. I knew it was Coven, but that was, I should have written it out phonetically rather than trying to write the word out. And then I just, I, I drew a blank and hey, that bad cop on me. I, but you corrected me. I did correct you. And I actually felt bad about listening back to it a little bit as well. Yes. No, I, I I drew a blank and I tried to read it. But of course, sometimes when you read things, it's not a word you really see very often. So I kind of, hey, all good. All good. All right. Well, a lot of good stuff this week, but I don't know. I'll be curious to know. Was there any bad stuff as well? Well, the audio would not have picked up on the voracious nodding of your head there, Matt. So I'm going to guess that we do have something. So uh, main bad cop moment of the week. I want to talk about CM Punk. <laughs> We're not even going to have to wait till fan cop moments. <laughs> Alright, all right, I'm sitting up. You have my attention, sir. But the thing is, I think I might be taking his side for a change. Oh, well, that would mean our Twitter, our Twitter, uh, my Twitter post might have been wildly inaccurate then. Okay. I'm going to, for people who aren't aware, Punk has put out some comments this week on his Instagram and also in other places. Um, Are we talking about the ones that were deleted, posted, um, deleted, or ones that were left? I'm going to post something which I, which was on um, about out of recording about 18 hours ago. So you suggested okay. So okay. I'm going to. It's, on, it's from Facebook. It's from Lizzie from Litty Wrestling. 
Um, so it's been quoted here. So I'm just going to quote, okay? Punk. I wasn't cleared to come back to wrestle yet. The plan was to wrestle at the pay-per-view. I sat and listened to, to Moxley's Rocky Free idea. I explained how I'd never seen a Rocky movie. Nor have I. For the record, Graham. You and Punk, just like that. Same yeah. person. Um, and thought the idea sucked. But if the boss wanted to do it, whatever. He said he wouldn't lose to me. I'd never experienced someone refusing to lose to me. I just laughed. I asked Tony Khan uh, if this was what he wanted. He said yes. He's the boss, so I said okay, but I need to be cleared first. They kept saying it could just be a squash, so I wouldn't need to be cleared. I scoffed at that. My health is more important. Quote, Dave Meltzer is a liar. Chris Jericho is a liar. And a stooge. There are plans, but plans always change, but I'll never put a company above my own health ever again. End quote. Mm-hmm. If Punk is being true for what he says there, I would 100% support that, point, that his opinion. Me too. However, we've also known Punk to tell the odd fib every now and again just to get the fans riled up. So it's maybe a bit more of an unsure than a bad cop, as I'm not sure if it's true or if it's not something. But Punk should not be putting his health before anything else. Um, personally, I thought that story sucked as well. My personal opinion side of things. Um, it takes a lot for me to say Jericho is a liar because I put a lot of stock in Jericho personally. I think he's, I think Jericho is one of the most handed people in the business. Um, you know, Jericho doesn't have anything to gain from lying. He's one of the most popular people on the planet and when it comes to wrestling sort of thing. Dave Meltzer, he's he well known for being a liar. You know, I put we don't put we we've never put a lot of stock in what the wrestler observer newsletter have said, Graham. That's why even quoting him or Brian Alvarez makes me physically sick. Um so that's the fact that I'm actually signing a punk on something, there's a lot there. Do you what do you think, Graham? Do you think that he that well, I thought on? for sure that you would go against punk, I was 100% sure, and I thought you were going to mention Phil Brooks as well. So, as soon as you said CM Punk, I was like, oh, perhaps we're on the same page for this one. Um, it's definitely going to come up in fan cop moments, but I think we'll probably just breeze through it then at that point. Um, but um, I think it was um, Jamal who commented something like basically what you're saying right now and uh nish guy i think uh, responded basically saying like come on whatever and i was like i think this will be the the most interesting part of fan cop moments because i said i think me and you are going to be on a different page but no you put your health first absolutely 100 always always absolutely. absolutely there's no reason for there's no reason for that not to happen but yeah for somebody who really likes moxley for him to say i'm not losing to him as well you're a paid professional you have to. You can't win every single match. The people who've done that before are generally asses, to be quite honest. Like the arrogance of some people to demand that. Like, come on, that's that's kind of. My, I'm thinking back, like Shawn Michaels and uh, Bret Hart type of thing. Where it's like, no, I'm refusing to look. I'm like, mm. come on, neither of you look good with that type of stuff. I um, yeah. Well, I need. To, I need to say at this point, this week I actually recorded a a guest appearance on Total Stevo's show. Okay. Um, Total Steve, obviously, is a great part. Is actually 
getting in everything by watching 2011. He's currently about 12 years behind. Um, okay. So for some of a punk. Um, I will say, if we're going to that seven, eight weeks time, something like that, he said, um, I went on a massive rant about CM Punk. Massive rant about him. Because uh-huh. at no point in WWE or in AEW did Punk ever put someone over. I thought he put Bobby Fish over pretty well, but oh well. No, I thought he where, made Bobby where, Fish. Where's he now? Where's he now? <laughs> oh, that's but that's not Punk's decision, though. But the fact that is Tony Khan's decision. But within that match, I thought he made Bobby Fish look good. Yeah, but you know, yeah, look good, but still beat him. You don't think he made MJF look good in that rivalry as well? M- MJF was already over Graham. MJF was I, already I, over. I didn't say that, but he could have tried to if he was if he had that ego like you have, like he could have tried to make himself look bigger and try and lower MJF. But he, at that point, I don't think I don't think CM Punk needs to raise his own. Like he's iconic as it is, but the fact if you can bring people up with you as well, I don't think it hurts at all. But the fact matter is, is that he was brought in to help elevate the next generation, as you Uh said, and and maybe he did put a little bit of stock in Bobby Fish. The fact matter is, is that Jericho. I'm going to use Jericho as the example here. He's always tried to put it around. He put Cena over at the start of Cena's career. He um he put Fandango over at WrestleMania for heaven's sake, you know. He 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 helped boost Kevin Owens' um career as he start as he was going with, with Universal Championship. Jericho was putting over Orange Cassidy and people like that in AEW. People like that, you give back to the industry. I could I, argue Orange Cassidy didn't need putting over because he was perfectly popular. No, ab- no, absolutely, absolutely, but. You know, some people didn't know who he was, sort of thing. Everybody, when when it came to Punk and MJF, at that point, everybody knew who MJF was at that point, sort yeah. of things. Um, I think and- you're picking a very specific example with Jericho. Anyone who's putting over they- Action Andretti like he did is obviously a very unique character. Um, I'm, I I'm, 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 fair enough, but I'm saying that in general, you give back to an industry. You that's what you that's what you do. Um, I all Punk has ever done is take. Okay, so by losing but, to losing to losing to Moxley when he was injured, you don't think that's putting Moxley over? Oh, oh. or is that the exception to the rule? No, you no, saw no. that previously. No, no, I'm going to take that one side one side for a second because if if Punk is injured, Punk shouldn't be in the ring in at all, at all. Of course, absolutely. So the fact that Tony Khan injected that Tony Khan should get in the bin for even considering that because yeah. you're supposed to be. Different from WWE, You're supposed to be better than WWE on that yeah. side of things. And the fact that he wanted to do exact same thing, allegedly, what Vince did, and I'm saying allegedly because there's some people who still dispute it. Um, that is wrong, and that is just that is just wrong. Besides, the rant here, the the, the rant I'm having a go here is not aimed at Punk. Okay, I'm actually agreeing with Punk. Yeah. Um, but I did go on a big rant about Punk. So I'm saying that even with me having that point of view on him, I can still agree with him on this. Absolutely. Of course. You can, I'm saying some people think you can't have two opinions about the same person. You absolutely can. Of course. Of course. 
That would be ridiculous. And we, we've seen multiple examples of people who will defend WWE to the hilt no matter what they do. And then all people will defend AEW, same thing. And they won't hear, listen to reason at all. And But no, I would say we can distinguish between that. Like, we, we don't care which the organization is. It. We'll criticize and praise each organization on their merits when we as we see fit but no i think that's the, that the moment that you start doing that i know i make fun of you as being a, a wwe mark but if, you, if the moment comes when you're just only prepared to hear one side i think that's probably when the podcast will probably end because it'll be like this is stupid like that would be my feeling i'm like why why are we even talking if you're not going to have a reasonable debate then there's no point in having that conversation the, the but i don't debate, think i don't think either of us are like that the debate always comes around in bad cop moments so it does come in good cop <laughs> yeah, probably so but, but we are in agreement on this side of things, but there are a lot of people out there who disagree with us on this side of things. Uh, but, yeah, we but, are. I'm, I'm shocked that we're agreeing, but yeah. But if anyone out there genuinely thinks that Punk should have got in that ring, in any, we did, but he really shouldn't have done. Yeah, yeah. You really shouldn't have. Punk should have stood his ground. He'd have got a lot more. He'd have got a lot more respect for saying no. I personally mm-hmm. feel. Mm-hmm. Great. Bad cop my main bad cop moment um i just realized i'm going to switch this around a little bit um there's going to be parallels with what you just said so we played a game before where you name a wrestler and you tell them who they were married to and it's another wrestler now i'm not sure if that's a game i used to play with mason but i think i've mentioned it to you before so mm-hmm. i'm going to play it with you anyway so i'm talking 2015 to 2017 and the person was angelina love who was her husband between those times any idea Angela Love. Mm-hmm. This would have been one I didn't know. Like, Mason and I always used to try and find ones that we wouldn't know and then uh, try and trick him. At one point, I think he seemed to know every single person that was uh, uh, married or in a relationship with another wrestler. It was, um, it was um, Johnny, um, Johnny Impact, wasn't it? Uh, it was... No, no, it was... Uh, no, it was not. Um, it was Davy Richards. And um, obviously that would be a candidate for a bad cop moment from certain reports. Um, I'm going to say the same word you're saying as well, Matt. Allegations of domestic abuse. Um, lots of people have cut ties with him. Um, and actually he's announced his um, retirement. Uh, Team Ambition Wrestling School was one of those people. Uh, SEScoops.com reported that he'd been working for MLW as an agent and a producer, but he finished with them last month. Um, and according to a report from Fightful Select, Richards was supposed to work with MLW for longer, but they were trying to distance themselves from him after a pattern of odd behavior. Hmm. A lot going on there that's kind of strange. And um, he was was supposed to be in the main event for Josh Barnett's Blood Sports, um, and his uh, partner in that match was Poxley. So um, that's all cards up in a little bit in the air right now. They're trying to find somebody to uh, obviously replace him. Um, Savage Gentleman's thrown his um, hat into the ring, as it were. Um, I would love to see that. Um, Having mentioned I can see the collective now last week, that would be kind of awesome to do. Um, the reason I'm going to I'm most is a parallel, Matt, is I started with a bad cop moment, but I'm going to twist it into an unsure cop moment. And this is actually the quote from uh, Davy Richards. He actually responded to, oh, I thought I'd written down the organization. I think it, I thought it was PW Insider, but I can't see that in my notes anywhere. Um, quote, hello, everyone. Wow. What a couple of days. There are allegations of domestic violence against me. The allegations I adamantly deny, and if you look on CaseNet in Montana, I think MO is Montana. If it's not, I apologize. Uh, Under my name, Wesley David Richards, you'll see there are no charges filed against me. 
However, I do understand the industry's stance on this matter. Everyone should feel safe at shows, and I do not want to be the person whom damages that. The picture being posted of my wife's eye is from training, and we regulatory train in martial arts, as many of the students have got black eyes and such. Again, no charges were filed, and I deny these allegations, but I must do what is right and not what I want. So I am cancelling myself. This great sport is far too wonderful for anyone, including myself, to tarnish it. I will wrap up my shows this weekend, and I will be retiring from professional wrestling. Please continue to support Team Ambition and this sport. End quote. So when I first started putting this together as my bad cop moment, it was pretty much just uh, Davy Richards did something bad. I want to go in ties with him, blah, 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 blah. And it wasn't until the end that I actually came across that report there. And um, yeah, I don't know. It was from the 16th. So this is probably about eight days ago. So there could well be more things that have developed since that point. But either way, whichever happened, it's a bad cop moment. Um, if the allegations are true, bad cop moment. If the allegations are false, really bad cop moment that somebody who made a living from wrestling is retiring early. Um, and he's prepared to like, I'll step away. I don't want to ruin wrestling and what, um, either way around, look at it, not good. And, um, I thought it was something that was worth mentioning. I was surprised. I was actually expecting it to appear in fan cop moments. Cause I know we have a few people who've talked about Davey Richards, uh, seen him before. Um, I saw him at MLW when he returned to MLW with, uh, Mason probably about two years ago, I want to say, but yeah, um, not a good story. Mm. Um, MO is, um, uh, Missouri. Uh, oh. And uh, M there's so many with M that they MT, have to mix them up. MT is Montana. Oh, okay, all right. Yes, thank you, Wikipedia, for that one. I know it's not always reliable, but thank you for that one because it does have all the codes. So. I didn't look it up because I was. It was one of those I was researching. I'm here like, for that. It doesn't matter. I was like, you'll fact check me on that one. That's you've, fine. You've, but you've, I did say in my head, I didn't think it was that, but yeah you for us here for you but yeah either way yeah bad cop moment either way when that's mm -hmm. other things yeah uh, i'm sure we'll hear more in the coming days and weeks but until this point i yeah it almost gets to the stage where i almost hope he's guilty because to be accused of that and it's not true is is even worse yeah 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 I, but I, we have seen that we have seen that with with people trying to make a fast buck nowadays problem is is nowadays they've got a lot more ways of actually telling if you're telling the truth or not so mm -hmm. people out there who are trying to just get a fast buck, yeah, uh, I'm not gonna mince words here. Do if it's if it's true, then obviously, but fuck off if you're trying to make a fast buck. Yeah, that that needs to be there needs to be more severe punishments for people who are making false accusations for sure, because that that can really ruin people's lives for sure. All yes. right, what you got for your speed check? Okay, uh, Josh Alexander, as of six hours ago, relinquished the Impact World Championship. Mm -hmm. uh, this is this is really bad cop because we're big fans of Josh Alexander, of course, former tag mm -hmm. partner Richard Page, of course. Uh, I'm guessing that was in your speed check, Graham. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> Um, 12 matches have been announced for Tomania so far. It's two nights for the little lights. Um, 12 matches total have been announced for over two night period. When we were there, Graham had 13 matches in seven hours. That granted, that felt long, <laughs> granted, that felt long, but um, it just feels like they're maybe putting out a bit too much. Um, on this side of things. And as without the Bobby Lashley match being announced yet, all the two Battle Royals on the grant. So that will bulk out a little bit, but then I put some on the pre-show, and I'm thinking like, well, you know, 
can you really justify $110 for two nights when you're only getting half the value sometimes? I don't know. And the last thing is Darby Allen's promo on AEW Dynamite this past week. Uh, reason why it's bad copy because Matt missed it. I missed it too. It was. I have been. I've watched it since. Unfucking believable. I loved it. Go if you haven't had a chance. Go out of your way to watch it. Darby Allen versus MJF for that championship. Oh hell yeah! Hmm. Now I'm kind of surprised by your speed check because it felt like it had something missing from it. Like I'm, I can't believe that you would mention mention the fact that Josh Alexander is not face not macing, not defending his title because of injury, but you didn't mention that Mickey James is also not defending her title because of suspected injury. Um, I think they said they're going to announce what exactly what happened, but yeah, she will not be defending against Jordan Grace either. So they the two main the two main title matches, neither of them will be happening now. I I have a funny feeling you were going to be mentioning that Graham. He's headline. <laughs> Um, um, well, I, let me t- let me go let me go peek behind the curtain a little bit here as well and give you a little bit of stuff. So, what was my main uh, good cop moment? Um, because as soon as I realized I missed GCW, I was like, hell no, GCW is going in there. My main good cop moment turned into uh, my speed check bad cop moment, and then that meant, and then I was like, but then once I heard about uh, Josh Alexander and Mickey James, that kind of moved that, and I was like, I'll just talk about it next week. Now I was going to delete it, but I was like. I'm pretty sure you're going to mention Mickey James and Josh Alexander. That's like too big not to mention. So, um, so I saved it. So I am going to, thankfully I did not delete it. I'm not sure if I can do it in 90 seconds. I might have to cut it a little right. short. Right. But... Graham, Graham, I'm going to say, I'm going to give you leeway. Take your time. Uh, no, it, it is fine. I think I can get the message over within a certain amount of time anyway. Um, I'm going to talk about Mid-Atlantic Territory Wrestling again. So this is for March 21st. Um, quote is, I've been blown away by the response that MATW has gotten from the wrestlers, promoters, and fans. Being able to get people that haven't watched in decades to become fans all over again is one of the main reasons we started Mid-Atlantic Territory Wrestling. There was a huge void in Virginia especially. No companies really took the risk of traveling around and serving fans outside of their home area. Virginia's a big state. Lots of fans were left without wrestling in their hometowns. If they did have wrestling to go to, let's be honest, it may not have been what they were looking for. That's not taking a shot at anyone, it's just being honest. There are many ways to present pro wrestling, and we chose the traditional where others chose the modern. We provide an alternative. So we've taken it upon ourselves to serve the underserved. To put in the work and do the uphill clam to bring fans back to wrestling and build up towns across the state. We are proud to have served over 1,000 screaming fans in our first two events and look forward to the next group. Now, there's another half of that, and I'm going to cut it short at that point because I just want to talk about that. So you mentioned the fact that you had 400 and something people on that. Over 1,000 in two shows. I'll do the math, Matt. That's over 500 people in each show. Um, I like the fact that they are helping people. Um, I feel seriously, uh, since Nova Pro closed, like it has been limited. Um, and VCW, love VCW, but it's pretty much three hours away from me. It's in Norfolk. It's everyone's staying in their own areas, where it used to be companies would travel around to different places. So the bad part is Virginia got screwed for a long time, but I'm glad to see MATW doing something about it. Right on ninety, what a pro! It it was it was it was a good finish, Graham, for sure. Um, I I've, I'm very pleased to um, hear that there's some some more um, companies starting up a bit. Um, again, DC's lost, Virginia's gaining. <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, this uh, the the the, sh the show they did last week was um, probably about thirty minutes southeast of Richmond, and that was the one I wanted to go with Jackson too, but couldn't. But yeah, they're putting on some really good, uh, really good matches. But obviously, if it's been successful, that's going to get other people noticing as well. Oh, these companies putting on good shows. We're going to want to see that as well. But yeah, the fact that they're traveling around that's great because those people that stay in the same areas, yeah. great for them. Not great for everybody else. So I'm really hoping. I know in Maryland, um, James Ellsworth's organization, they do tend to, tend to move around. Like, I still see some of their promotional things because of Ben Bishop. And, like, they're appearing in Hanover, which is where I go to for CS, uh, CSU games. Um, I've seen them appearing in Westminster, Maryland, which I don't even know where that is. But they tend to go Virginia. all over that state as well. I'm sorry? Hanover in West Virginia. Uh, Hanover, there's different Hanovers. It's Hanover, Maryland, where um, we go for go see our Coppin State games. So there's I, more than one. Because that's where Jamie Noble was from, of course. Ah, okay. Yeah. Um, it's more famous for Penn. If you Google Hanover, Pennsylvania is the more famous one uh, because that's where they make, I think that's where they make their pretzels, I want to say. I want to say I did the pretzel tour. I think it's the Utz company. I'd love uh, to do a pretzel tour. Oh, it was great. Um, yeah, and then I they have the pretzels. shops afterwards, and you can buy all the different chips and different pretzels. And uh, yeah, it was it's kind of fun. I, I love the big Mickey pretzels. They're really, they're, I can you tell them in Disney mode, Graham? Any for my honeymoon? Can you tell? Uh huh. I've still got six months to go for my honeymoon. I'm already in. I'm already in honeymoon mode. It's fantastic. Um, oh, I got to book somebody as well. What is it? October? Man, uh, gonna... September. You got two weeks to book for. Yeah. September for two months, uh, two weeks. Okay. Two weeks, not two months. Two months. <laughs> All right, I think it's uh, unless there's open agendas. I had an open agenda and I didn't write it down. Damn it! All right, I don't have an open agenda then. I think it was something wrestling related, but, but I was like, oh, I just include it. In a, I don't know. It'll come to me next week. I'm getting old, Matt. Come on, let's get on to fan cop moments. Like you know, I have to get to bed by like seven p.m. Let's do it. Seven p.m. My time already, Graham. Good. All right, let's open up this with uh, UTT Rob. I'm sorry? We've had some more popping while we've been recording. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good cop moment. Got Jackie. I hope it's Palos. I hope I'm saying that correct. Jackie Palos. Autobiography for five pounds. It's normally between 35 to 100. Hey, good deal right there. Uh, bad cop moment. CM Punk, CM Punk storming a teacup seems to be back. And uh, WTF cop moment. Tony Khan looking to bring Goldberg in. I'd like it, but not a classic AEW signing. Yeah, last time I mentioned Goldberg on a podcast, I seem to have had Conrad Mags and Chris Harris just continue to talk about his todger the whole the whole episode. Oh, oh boy, that that was that was talk that was that was that was probably the most X rated episode ever of Talking the Table. Uh huh. Now, often when we're doing the uh, fan cop moments, you'll often read comments in response to them. So I was wondering if you noticed there a comment in response to that. I I, I noticed Mr. Bishop. Yes. No, no, no. Oh, well, there's another one from a certain good cop, bad cop wrestling. Uh, I have something to raise about Mr. B Mr. Goldberg, too, but I keep forgetting about. I haven't forgot it. It's coming up. Okay. It looked wonderful. Um, yeah, a lot of people um, comment. Uh, Bishop replied about Sting, Jake the Snake, Jeff Jarrett, Arn Anderson, AEW fans. Please tell me the rest of WCW alumni to not be classic AEW signings. And people oh. ask, where's Buff Bagwell? Uh, and Matt Bishop replied, rehab. <laughs> wow. You mentioning Darby Allen, I did meant to ask you about this. I hadn't realized this. Sting is 14 and 0 since he's been back at AEW. He hasn't lost. 
He's had no losses. So when you predicted that he was going to be champion, I, I got to admit that gives a little more credence to your... He hasn't done it, obviously, but the fact that he's unbeaten, that is pretty impressive. I still wouldn't be, I still wouldn't be shocked if he ended up taking that title of, of MJF, Graham, you know? Mm, mm. Even just for one night, I wouldn't be shocked if he put it on him. Okay. Right, okay, I'm going to go to... Uh, high five, Tom. Um, great cop moment. Being on a Zoom call with Brett Yeager, Irish Misfit, and uh, W. No, not going to pronounce that. To what? I'm glad you chose that one because I couldn't read. I tried reading it ahead of time. I was like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Big Willie, basically. Um, to watch the classic match of Samoa Joe versus Kenta Kobayashi. Um, Wrestling is so much better with Shadow Friends. Absolutely. Nothing better than watching a show with mates. Always better. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming no bad cop moments from Tom. Oh, with, with, with Tom, it, hell will freeze over before, before there's a bad cop moment from Tom. All right. I think I remember how to pronounce this one. Um, at Just In Time 211. Not that name, the pot, next part. Uh, best cop, Kenny Omega versus Elico Del Vikingo. One word, unbelievable. Did I get it right? Or is it Vikingo? I think it's over to interpretation, Graham. Ah, okay, all right. Uh, worst cop, Tony Khan having his eye on Goldberg. I don't care how big of a name he is, he doesn't need to be anywhere near wrestling anymore. Nope. Nope, no, no. Goldberg's out of contact, already. Good. Goldberg, just just have it, just turn up, sign autographs, go home again. Okay? Seriously. Okay, I'm going to go to uh, JCB, uh, our good cop moment. Uh, rest, uh, seeing some of the extended BFR fam at STL versus the World 2, puts a little warmth in an otherwise cold heart. Oh, JCB, you're an amazing person. Don't sell yourself short, okay? Bill's one has got a cold heart, okay? You're fine. Okay, bad cop moment. Uh, build for Asuka, Bianca, Bella had been less than seller. For match, I'm looking forward to. I'm now more on the lines of let's get it over with. Uh, maybe it's like do fact that um one of them allegedly has an injury, uh, so they're trying to oh. protect him a little bit before the oh. match. Allegedly, allegedly. So um, and I think it's Bianca. Um, welcome back to Jamel Holness at GHH Wrestling. Uh, best cop moment, Edge telling Finn to bring the demon to WrestleMania to meet the devil. And uh, worst cop moment, Seth getting knocked out by Logan Paul. Yeah, okay. But Logan Paul. Yeah. I know you're a big fan of Logan Paul. Yeah. No, um, <laughs> I'm interesting about, there's a lot of talk about that um, the Demon King may actually, when, when it's brought to the Hell in a Cell match, could actually have a different color scheme. In keeping with all the judgment day purple and black, I'd be down to that. Looks more demonic, potentially. Go, go for it, Finn. Bring it. We want to see the face paint back. We miss it. Um, Dan Griffin, best cop moment. It's Impact Wrestling Sacrifice Weekend, and as ever, the card is stacked. Guaranteed bangers like Gresham Bailey, Miguel Dorado, Perazzo, Shaw, James Grace about. Yes, we know that um, obviously Jordan Grace and Miguel won't be happening, probably, but. Um, worst cop moment, mm-hmm. they're finding that above card with Tommy Dreamer versus Bully Ray in a first blood match. Tommy Dreamer, how are you still walking? Okay, retire. I'm begging you, young man. I'm begging you. Okay, and Bully Ray as well. Seriously, you are living off past glories at this point, both of you. 
Yeah, I've never heard you say anything similar about Ricky Morton. Um, at Pigs Bladders, good cop moment. Team Kurt and Jerker winning the at Morty and Fitch Pod pub quiz. Bad cop moment at witticisms of Ben's obviously mental snap and choosing at Millwall Chris one, the sexiest listener's voice over me. And WF, WTF cop moment, CM Punk's next dose of madness. See, I don't think we're on the same page as our listeners this week, Matt. Yeah, well, you know, it's... Um, to be fair... Some people believe him, some people don't, sort of thing. Yeah. And I've got to say, I'm not his I'm not biggest fan, but if what he said is true, then I think he has a point. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt for I, right now. I, I do need to take issue with um, with Team Kurt and Jerker uh, winning the pub quiz. Where was Good Cop, Bad Cop, Wrestling podcast invite? They were scared. Running scared. So, yet again, that? I've not been invited on the Morty and Fitz show. Uh, if I remember correctly, this wasn't supposed to be released quite as quickly as it was. But, um, um, I think it's Fitch that's sick. If I if I remember correctly, but yeah. uh, I haven't listened to the I haven't listened to the episode. But yet, yet. again, I've not been invited onto the show. I mean, what the yeah. fuck? Uh, I, don't know. I don't know. What the they, fuck? They, they can't afford your appearance fee anymore. They they know they know. I'm, I'm they know cheap. you. They you've outgrown their show. I'm cheap, Graham. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go to Bishop. Good cop. Okay. Uh, impulsive TV. Logan Paul gets it. Him and Seth are the best build to WrestleMania. Uh, have you not seen Sammy versus the Usos, um, Bishop? Really, <laughs> really. Um, um, granted, it was it was fine. It was fine as a segment. Could be number two. I can still be number two and still be good. I tolerate it, but it's not best. Cody being involved in Sammy's Cody's reunion, the the, mo- the moment was bigger than, than seeing Sam Cody's approval. To me, show the lack of quality in Cody to stand alone. Potentially, potentially, um, I already I already think I know who's gonna be standing tall in the WrestleMania weekend, Graham, and it won't be Roman, it won't be Cody. Um, and WTF got moment. Why is Gargano still on Raw? Because he's a Raw wrestler. He's just been he's just going down to take care of. Grayson Waller, God, thank God for that. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't understand that. I wonder if I'd missed something. No, no, no. We've got Carl appearing on two shows at the moment, and to be fair, it can be confusing at times, sometimes, especially with some energy. But I, I, do... I thought he was questioning his ability as a wrestler and saying no. that he needs to be demoted. That's what I was reading. I think he wants to know why, he, why is he on Raw when he should be on NXT? And to be fair, to be fair, Johnny does feel like Mr. NXT, to be fair. Okay. Um, Jaded wrestling, good cop moment. Claudia, I think that's supposed to be Claudio versus Eddie Kingston. And uh, bad cop moment, Von Wagner. He didn't do anything particular, but we don't feel like he really need to make a case against him since he does such a good job of that himself. Okay. This is very true. I believe I've got Midwest Wrestling Roundup podcast. So MWR, great cop moment. Being at, at Grand Old Wrestling last weekend and getting a hangout with my boys. Uh, Bill and JCB from Band from Inside. Fantastic. The Oh, bad cop moment from a Midwest wrestling podcast. What? Paying that must for, be a typo. Paying $30 for a front row seat at Chicago Star Wrestling and having to stand. That's, fair, that's a fair bad cop moment. If you didn't know about it ahead of time, but like if you went to a Beyond Wrestling show, that's pretty standard. So I don't know, if, you get lean on, if you can lean on the ring, then it's brilliant. Like I, I would love to do that, be front row, but then you get to lean on the ring. I haven't done that at any events, but I would like to. Yeah. Um, yeah, but 
if you've paid for a seat and you don't get a seat, some people will be annoyed about that. Especially sometimes if people if have you, like I said, if you didn't know, I agree. Yeah. And I'd, I'd imagine and Tom never Tom never does bad cop moments, so I'm mm-hmm. I'm it's not. Um, um MWR amazing cop moment. Being in the building when my boy dog faced bastard Greg Murray um take on Macho Valentine in a very historic bout. Nice. So good. It went across two different tweets, that one. So that was impressive work on your, your part, Tom. Press enter before, halfway through with a message. And I think that might be it, one, Graham. Uh, that's it. I didn't see any more. If we missed any of them, certainly apologies. But I scrolled back and forth. I didn't see any other ones. Fantastic. Um, from all of the people out there, as always. Um, do please get in touch next week when Graham puts a tweet out again. Sisters, brothers, and non-binary others, you know the deal, it's devil's advocate time. Myself and Graham will now throw ridiculous statements at each other for 20 seconds where we have to defend. Uh, are there believing we are spouting off this stuff and believing in it and not just trying to make our laugh? Take it of our DA. DA, Michael Pellegrino dying format, who will be returning to the show soon with Derek. And we'll uh, be appearing on Good Bad Cards on Monday as well. Looking forward to it. I wonder how many times he bitches about me. Um, on that note, the Graham, name did come up. <laughs> I, I see the guy on a regular basis on that show, and, I, and, I, and I'm living rent free <laughs> in your head, which is great. Uh, I'd like the point, Graham, to offer you the choice of delivering or receiving first. Uh, I'm, I'm reading. I'm reading to you. Um, yours is uh, your wrestling one is uh, Stacey keeps. Let me let me try and put my false teeth in. Put your teeth back again. in, Granddad. Blah blah. Stacey Keebler returning to Twitter after six w- years this week after taking a break because of marriage, kids, etc., etc. Will be small fries compared to the much longer break I intend taking in about ten days' time with my upcoming marriage. Absolutely. The break the break I intend to take, Graham, is going to be upwards of 10 years, Graham. Mainly because Elon Musk will kick me off. He will not kick anyone off Twitter, but he'll kick me off, Graham, because I'm going to tell Elon Musk exactly what I think of him. I'm going to make sure I live stream my wedding, and it's going to annoy everyone so much that everyone's uh, his best friend, number 45, will make Elon take me off Twitter. Time. It seemed a very. It was a, a rather surprising one. I didn't personally know that Stacey Keebler was even off Twitter, to be honest. But uh, I guess I've not really been on wrestling Twitter for around six years, so I guess that's why I wouldn't have been dropping off Twitter right. or reappearing on Twitter. So I guess I wouldn't have known either way. I may be right. So I'm assuming that you might take a, a few days off Twitter while you're because you'll be busy and things but i'm assuming that you're not taking any prolonged period but i would love to see you try and not voice anything for several years at a time Whew. several minutes at times a bit of a struggle yeah. <laughs> um right graham you're wrestling um devil's advocate as follows if i'm at a baseball game and i see the undertaker when he's watching his kid play and he doesn't give me an autograph then he's a dick well, of course, absolutely, you're a dick. You obviously want to promote the sport. So even though you're not a full-time wrestler right now and you've retired, you can still, you're still one of those legends. And if you want to be a legend, then you've got to make sure that you're keeping up with the fans. What could be better than actually acknowledging a kid or anybody or me? If somebody asks you for an autograph, how long how much time does that actually take? A couple of seconds? Yeah, so you go ahead and you do that for us. I miss that story. I miss that one. Someone went up to Taker while he was watching his kid play baseball and, okay. asked, him for, and asked him for a... Uh... 
and asked him for it for an autograph and a, and a picture. He's like, "No, mate, I'm a, I'm dad today. I'm not Taker." Yeah. No, you, you, yeah. Not today. No, I'm 100 with Taker on that one. Actually, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because also that's his business. Like he sells those for hundreds of dollars. So uh, no, I, I can understand him not giving a free. Absolutely. I think it's different depending on who it is, but Taker's a little bit different from that. So yeah, I didn't mention it at all because I didn't want to talk about baseball. But since you've raised the uh, raised the topic now, um, the World Baseball Classic was uh, this week between the final was this week between uh, Japan and the USA. Ninety seven point six percent of Japanese uh, televisions were tuned in to watch the game, which is an incredible statistic um, japan did beat the usa and noticed in the very front rows i think about row three and row four was akira tozawa and oh shoot i've lost whoever lost to sasha banks at new japan i can't remember her name Kyrie Sane. well no it wasn't Kyrie Sane. Yeah. or was it Io Shirai? oh shoot I don't it was Kyrie. It. it was Kyrie. okay yeah yeah, I actually thought that they were a couple, but then I saw today, congratulations to Akira Tazara, who had a baby with his wife. So his wife was obviously going through pregnancy, and he's uh, showboating around watching a World Baseball Classic with another female wrestler. It's like, okay, that could have been a possible devil's advocate right there. But hey, um, he was supporting his team, Japan, and I, I didn't know he was a big Jap uh, big baseball fan, but yeah, it would be a, if you're a baseball fan, that would be a heck of an opportunity to to watch that final. I'm sure that there are reasons why maybe that that is the same time etc like that sort of thing so uh -huh, um, uh -huh. um right. your wife wouldn't have been too happy if she'd uh, delivered a couple of days early <laughs> that could have been a little bit bad. that could have been awkward for sure Graham. What that longer? could have been very awkward alright so the other one the aforementioned Mr. Goldberg Um, I would like you I, I apologise for the lateness of this as I was clearing out some of my bookmarks I suddenly realised I had one from February 16th that I meant to raise and totally forgot about so. February 16th uh, we're, we're nearly in April I, I, I know. Well, even better, I think it relates to something that happened in January. Um, <laughs> I would like you to defend uh, Bill Goldberg's um, review of Rihanna's halftime show performance in the Super Bowl. Quote, I thought Rihanna was freaking horrible. I was disgusted by it. Let's just say that. That's the understatement of the year. I thought it was disgusting. I thought it was horrible. Is that going to offend that, Graham? Absolutely, Graham. Why on earth do you need someone like that? In, in many of the Super Bowl, what we need, Graham, is we need Goldberg to go out there, Graham. And he, we, what we need is, is a spine buzzer and a jackhammer paralyze her. That's what we needed had to happen, Graham. We wanted that, and then, then they can blame Goldberg for that. Time and killer unborn, uh, killer unborn baby at the time. Wow. Uh, hey, if you're going to go for it, you might, you might as well go for it. Did you see the halftime show? No, I didn't. I thought it was fine. I heard about it was fine, apparently. But... I thought it was good. I thought the presentation, it was good. Obviously, you got a good singer there as well. And uh, But to say it was disgusting, like, you can say you don't like a show, but to say it was disgusting, isn't that like a totally inappropriate word to describe somebody's singing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, it was just, a, and then to double down on it and repeat it, the fact that it was, it was just such a bizarre quote that um, I, I had to write it down. I was like, oh, I'll use it. And then it must have been on a week where I had bookmarked several things and I didn't need to go down that far to find any material. So I left it at that. I mean, he's, a, right, bizarre person in, he's a bizarre person in general, Graham. I thought it was, I know it featured a wrestler, but it was specifically about the Super Bowl performance. So I thought it was non-wrestling, but hey. Right, Graham. Okay, this is a little convoluted, but I'm but you should remember this bit, okay? Okay. Yeah, okay, I'm good at remembering stuff. Yeah. When 
the next time one of my friends has a child, I will tell them to make sure they call it first name, last name. Well, I can remember something from uh, literally 12 hours ago. So absolutely, you want something that's catchy. Everything right now is about getting likes, getting follows and things like that. You need something catchy. If you've got a name like Matt or Grape, that, that's not really standing out. If you actually go for the irony and call your first name first name and your last name as last name, that's definitely going to be something memorable and you should definitely do it. Um, I, I'll, I'll ex I can explain what that was. So that was an interview following the Euro matches. Um, I think it was a Northern Ireland player and they had the captions ready. And he said, literally, first name, last name. Um, obviously, the person who was preparing it was supposed to obviously type second, in second, real name. Second name, my apologies. Oh, second name. Okay. That, that, that's that's um, I don't know who that player is, but obviously, before they put it up, they forgot to edit that and put it in. But it, it, I thought that was pretty funny. Clear, I, I made a joke of parents need to do a better job of naming their kids. but I thought that. I could have not used that. I was going to say... <laughs> I was gonna say next time me and my wife have a child, I thought like maybe it may be a bit harsh to do that one at that point. But um yeah, I, I figured like I'd change it slightly for that sort of thing. But um, yeah. I I got a bonus one for you if you'd like. Go for it. Since I've been forgetting, I actually have three this week. Go for so, it. So um, let's go with this one then. So um nothing shows that GCW is the best wrestling organization than Matt Cordona's match in Toronto last week, which got two point five eight out of ten. Matt Cordona getting 2.8 out of 10, Graham. That's about the sort of score that I expected him to get. Because let's face it, Graham, people just hate on him all the time. And that's not fair. Matt Cordona is doing the best things to happen in professional wrestling in modern times. He's got so many championships, Graham. People just hate on him. It's not fair. Time. Just, now, I did wonder... Was it just a really... I didn't watch the match, so I don't know. Was it just a really bad match? Or is it one of those cases where he's such a good heel that people are like, you suck, and I'm going to give you a low rating. His rating for eye-to-eye -eye match was 4.1. So he has been getting low scores for GCW. Um, but that was historically low. Uh, when you look at the card, like the matches are pretty well uh, ranked. But 2.58? Oh my gosh, that's... Uh... That's appalling. So if, if his matches are of that quality, you do wonder why GCW are still booking him. I'm going to guess they're not quite as bad as that rating, but um, when you let the public vote on things, Matt, you know what happens. <laughs> Brexit. <laughs> well, this, well, this is a very, a very, very good point. McBoatface. <laughs> Come to mind as well, absolutely. Um, I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head. Okay. Uh, defend this, Graham. Defend two oh. words. I don't Sorry. even have my... Uh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't even have my uh, stopwatch. All right, I'm ready. Okay, defend this. It's very simple, Graham. Defend these two words. Soda cake. Soda cake. Obviously, you want something... Everyone's busy. No one has time to do anything. You need something that's simple. Kids obviously like desserts. They like their sweet stuff. And who has time to make everything proper? All you need for a soda cake is you need the, the packet. You need the box. You need a can of soda. You mix them together. Boom. All cooked. Can't take more than 30 minutes. And you've got a perfectly lovely dessert with a soda combined. Drinking food at the same time. All right. So I actually, I actually asked you um, comments, thoughts. Have you ever seen anything like this before? I thought it's something that Jackson would probably love to do. I'm curious. I have to admit, um, they gave suggestions for different cake mixers with different sodas that you can put together. Um, I don't know how good as from an aesthetic point of view, um, how well those taste combinations work. But I thought who better to ask than the expert himself? I looked into it, Graham, because... Okay. Um... Yeah, obviously you can use things like baking soda and all these sorts of things, but that's completely different from a soda drink, of course. Yeah. Um, the thing is, is that 
yes, you can do it because it does give that extra. The fizz is what helps it rise, obviously. Yeah. Problem is, is that it can be quite. The reason why you put oil or you put a fat of some kind in a cake is to give it moistness. And it's, it's a, only when you say the only time you can say moist is in a cake. Anything apart from that, it doesn't. It, it just it doesn't work. Um, it's it's very much a case of you can do that, but at the same time, by the time you've got the can and everything, like that, you may as well have just made the cake. I did wonder if it, it sounds like it'd be sugar heavy because I'm assuming the cake mix has a lot of sugar in it. Well, and this the can is, of soda has a lot of sugar in it as this well. This is the weird thing. Um, Chris was just telling me the other day, of course, Pepsi, and about in America, but in the UK, have changed their recipe and it's now 56% less sugar, huh? okay. which now means it's no longer suitable for a diabetic who is having a hypo. Oh, okay. Which means now the only things that they recommend that diabetic association recommend are jelly babies and Coca-Cola if you're having a hypo. Um, okay. So yeah, if you're listening out there, Pepsi okay. soon will not be suitable for a uh, for people who are suffering from uh, from uh, from low blood sugar. Mars bars no longer suitable either. I do have a soda story to share with you. Okay. Um, you know that I like a bargain, obviously. If I see these yes. unique drinks, like I did get the um, the pitch black drink because of the wrestling connection, whatever, but I waited until they were on offer. So I waited until it was $4 for 12 cans. Um, I decided not to go for a bargain this week because I saw a very unique soda. And um, we didn't actually film a review for it. Normally we'd do like a review for MGB, but we, we didn't do it. Um, are you familiar with Peeps? Peeps? They're yeah. Christian fans. Okay, so no, you're not then, in other words. Okay, all right. So um, it was, um, I saw a Peeps Pepsi. It was the miniature cans. So they're only like, ooh, I don't know, two thirds the size of a regular can or close, between a half and two thirds. Yeah, they're mixer cans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was $6 and it wasn't even a 12 pack. It was a 10 pack. But I was like, all right, whatever. It's kind of Easter-ish. It kind of feels like that. So I got it. I had a can. It was different, but it was nothing special. Um, I gave one to Jackson. He loves them. Uh, I think he likes all sodas. Because they're Jackson-sized. But it, well, they're Jackson side. I would rather him have a, a smaller can of soda than have a regular can of soda. So there was that side in it as well. Um, but yeah, I was I don't know why we didn't record it for MGB. It seemed like the perfect thing to do. We haven't done one of those for a while, so yeah. I keep getting with I keep getting in my um suggested videos, uh MGB tries cactus, MGB tries ice cream with hot sauce. I'm thinking like, why? <laughs> Why? Not that I mind, of course. I love watching those videos, sort of thing. I love Jackson. watching all those crazy videos that you do, sort of thing. But I, I, I'm missing, I'm missing some of your food takes. I've actually Jackson got... did talk about the uh, the alligator bites the other day, which was AWA uh, Maryland. I think they have a show actually next weekend. Um, but yeah, we went that one time. When we were recommended them, of course, by Tony Atlas. And then the following time we went, they didn't have them anymore. And Jay uh, Jackson's kind of good, and he wants to get some more dino uh, dino bites. He wants to get some more alligator bites or whatever the heck they were called. But that was uh, I do remember recording that film. Yeah. At some point, Graham, this, by the way, Graham, it's, 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 I'm showing the camera because it, it, I, I shouldn't be showing it on a, a thing because it looks like I'm, I'm shilling. But um, I've got one of these, Graham. I told you about I get these crates before. Drive okay. crates. Um, I've got a collection of all the sweets they've ever sent. Oh, crates. okay. And at some point, I am going to do 
a um a uh, video of me eating of me trying them i've got the mega mix sours in here i've got i saw I've, mike and ike's in there yeah i've got russian chocolate in here i've got um i've got a hershey bar um i've got a i've got um squinkies whatever they are i've got oh, a tootsie roll oh yeah, yeah yeah and i've got a twinkie don't oh, worry. Okay. i've got i've got all sorts of things in there so at some point or other, I'm going to be uh, I'm going to be doing a, a video of that. I get, it's probably going to show on Chris's channel at some point, but yeah, um, I've been rambling for a while here, so it's time for us to wrap up. Uh, we'll be back next week with our special guest, uh, JCB from Band from Ringside, hopefully, and um, another no big announcement as well. Uh, we will see you next week, guys. We're out of here. Boom. Music was Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. HTTP colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0 slash.